something new that we're trying out we brought in some cameras cameras <laughs> what's up man and also we got our our producer right here join us for the episode what's going on you yep. can see him on the camera yeah looking at all the cameras over here and guys for today's episode it's kind of a curveball we were supposed to have a, a brainstorm episode because we usually release our episodes two weeks at a time yeah and we were going to release it next week but I, I i watched something i watched something on tiktok and it really like i was like damn maybe we should do this now and I watched this this little clip, this little clip on TikTok, and it was this guy, and he was he was in like a Walmart or something, and he was handing out flowers to dudes to like oh, wow. he's like hey, okay. handing out flowers to other bros, and I'm like what that's cool, and he hands out this flower to this guy, and like he's like around his family, he's and the guy's like he's like hey man uh, here's this flower for you, and the guy's like oh. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, God bless. Like that's cool. Yeah. And, and then the lady's kind of like, "Why? Why did he give you a flower?" And yeah. he comes back around. And he goes, "Oh, the reason why I gave him this flower is because usually a man doesn't receive a flower until until the d- the day he's he dies at his funeral." Wow. Yeah. And you, wow. and I was like, it's "Holy true. shit!" And then yeah. I got, that got me thinking. I'm yeah. like, you know what, man. I was like, we talk about a lot of things on our podcast. We talk about you know TV. And we have a lot of fun, you know. A lot like, of fun. Yeah. It's it's you know. always a good time. We have a good time. And but sometimes I'm like, you know what? A lot of good podcasts that I like, they talk about like real shit. Yeah. And so like to start it off, I wrote we wrote a bunch of questions. And it's kind of like it goes from a, a list of like easy going questions to to like some real deep deep questions to, you know, figure it out, whatever. So the first question because of the podcast or because of the TikTok is have you guys ever received flowers? Mm-hmm. Yes. What? <laughs> I, dude, okay. I, I, to be honest, I can't. I'm trying to think in like my memory. Maybe someone's given me flowers before. Yeah. But oh, I wow. You haven't. I don't think so. Because I feel uh-huh. like if someone gave me flowers, I would remember. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, like, oh, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah, that's I I different. Guy, You're not used dude, to it. Dude, I was like almost tearing up. Yeah. I was like, damn. That is, that's real. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's oh, different, yeah. right? As a guy, you don't. It's not something that you usually get. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, it's it feels different. Wait, when were you yeah. giving flowers? Tell me, what the hell? So, I know my my wife gave me flowers. I don't what? remember. What? So when I looked through, so when I looked through the list of questions, I our creative I, director, <laughs> my wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, gave I, you flowers. What the? She gave me flowers. I don't remember the occasion when, but I do remember receiving flowers from her. So wow. it, it's something that I need to like dig through my memories to try yeah, to remember why. It. But I remember. But that's. I think the only time besides, I don't know if receiving flowers is like when we got like lays, you yeah. know, for like when we graduated. Is oh, that, I don't know it. if that's like receiving flowers in a sense. <coughs> yeah. You know, because yes, I mean, it's yeah. a flower. You know right? what? That, flower, I didn't think about you know? that. Yeah. High I mean, school when we got, when we got you the know, lays. You know, and that's the only other Maybe experience, but it's in a different sense, sure. right? It's not like, it, you know, it's more of like a congratulations versus like it's a It's kind of more tradition. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. You know? But that just goes to show that's in their culture to give, whether you're a woman or a male, you receive flowers. Yeah. In a sense. I mean, that's the only time, though, because there's no other time where. Yeah, where in American culture do men receive flowers in a cultural way? 
you know, where it's like customary. Yeah. Yeah. For men to and you really problems. don't, you really don't see that. And it's cool because I've seen things like, like you were talking about on like TikTok and stuff and yeah. people, men receiving flowers. And I think it's something cool that it's different, you know? Yeah, yeah. bro, it's, it's powerful because they're like, yeah. what? Because sometimes they're standoffish, you know, we're, t- you know, we're taught to be like, whoa, feel threatened immediately. Yeah, and flowers are delicate. Yeah, he's like, yeah. what? He goes, dude, I don't like men. He goes, no, man, it's not about that. It's just I want to give you flowers. Yeah. All right. And it takes delicacy here. to handle and take care and grow flowers, you know? And then he explains the whole, you know, you don't get That's one until you die thing, and he's like, whoa. I received flowers twice. Yeah, what? Um, That's yeah. cool. Okay. Wait, is it from uh, two different women? <laughs> Why you got to send that? No, listen. Wow, when, man. Put it in my blast. It's terrible. Just got to know. That is Breaking terrible. news. The fans got to know here at Box what, Sesh. One time by an ex, just out of nowhere, she just bought me flowers. And it was one of those moments she said, men do not receive flowers enough. And I was totally taken aback. And um, I mean, I brought Just the most random day? Oh, yeah, just on a not Tuesday a or nothing. Okay. You that know, is just, fucking cool. Yeah, it, it was the greatest feeling of all. She was so cool for that. And then another time I was playing Cajon, the box drum, for a buddy of mine at a grocery store, actually. But it was like a okay. full-on gig, and it was this grocery store. <laughs> I had like a cafe and a bar and stuff. It was really cool. What? Um like a Whole Foods kind of deal? Yeah, and so okay. there were these young kids chilling, yeah. and they were walking around, and uh, they sat down and got coffee, and they were listening to our music for so long, like a whole hour, that they went and bought Damn. us flowers. Okay, that's and cool. And came back. They bought us Like a little bouquet? Each. And we, wow. I, I felt, we felt, so when we were just playing acoustic stuff, and then as a bonus, a third time, uh, an ex gave me a bouquet of bacon and asked me to... Uh, <laughs> over on camera, I guess it's a, I guess the reaction. I know yeah. who. That's right. A bouquet of bacon, though. That's, yes. That's yeah, and asked me to prom or something. You know? Yes. Okay. It's a homecoming. I okay. remember something yeah. like that. It's a good question, though. I like that. It's okay. Good opening question. No, yeah. no, right? Yeah. Well, lucky assholes. <laughs> well, guys, if you. Want to give me flowers? Let me know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I have another question. So, what are so I, phrase it how you will? What are some like simple things that someone's done to you that like really made your day, or like, oh wow, that I really appreciate that, or like kind of like destroyed you? Not destroyed you, but you're like, wow, that really hurt me. Like an example. Let me give you an example. My ex. What we were watching? We watched a show together. You know, we every episode that came out, we watched it together. Yeah. One time, she watched the episode without me. <laughs> and yeah. when I found out, because I was like, I was like, oh, let's watch the episode. I go to look at it. And you know where it shows, like, you watched it. Yeah. <gasps> oh, and yeah. Oh, it says, all right, you watched yeah. it. Oh, so you didn't even find out from her? No. No, so you found oh, out Oh, you found out from them. It was one of those. It was <laughs> one of those. She up. was, like, doing something in the other <gasps> room. And I'm looking, and I'm like. Oh, no. That's terrible. I'm like, oh, that's heartbreaking. X's name, insert X's name. Did you watch this without me? Yeah, well, you weren't here. I'm like, are you serious? What's <laughs> what the big do you deal? Mean? I can I can rewatch it with you. Yeah, we can watch it again. There's I'm a like, thousand. No, shows. I was like, that's not the point. There's a yeah. thousand was, shows yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. We watched that show together. Yeah. You're watching you like you're waited. watching nine other shows <laughs> that you could have caught up on, but you watch. 
the one show we're watching together. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I would never <laughs> You're watching watch that, that show <laughs> without you. It's it's a bond. It's sacred. Yeah, yeah. That's so to other awesome. people, that, that other people, it might be that it might be very silly. That's, no, that's but for awesome. me, yeah. in that moment, I was like. You didn't just watch a show without me. No, yeah. that that's heartbreaking. You broke my trust a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a very light way. Yeah, I see that. Not enough to end the relationship, but enough to go, oh, you're getting cocky. <laughs> to question the yeah. relationship, right? That's awesome. I, I can't tell you something that like broke my heart like that, but something that made my heart was a, a cashier read the receipt, read my name from my debit card, and addressed me as my name as they were saying goodbye. They're like, oh, have a good day, Derek. And I was like, oh, wow. that was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah it was okay. just kind of nice. They, they took the effort to, like, call me by my name. I don't know why it felt so good. No. It did. No, but I mean, it's feel like something's, like, acknowledge you on a personal level and they don't, you know, they don't know you. And it's like, okay, you yeah. know, they took the time to read my name and kind of, Yeah, and it was busy know. in there and it felt yeah. like she, like, took a second. Yeah. It felt like someone, like, complimenting your T-shirt. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh. That was nice. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think for me, I think of something that like would hurt me in a way is something like, and simple is like if someone were to tell me of an excuse and I find out and they post something, you know? Oh, you know, like, okay, (laughs) why just, why just not be honest, right? Hey, bro, I got a flat tire and I can't make it. And then they're at like a party. (laughs) I I was getting like fucked up. Just tell me the truth, you know? I mean, like, hey, I'm not going to. Hey, we all have stuff that happens. We all want to do different things. Hey, man, go about your things. So it's like, I always find it's like, just be honest with me. Yeah, bro. It's not something that I'm yeah. going to say, I'm going to cut you off, but hey, that kind of that kind of hurts me a little bit. Just, to, just I'd be rather them straight up say, yeah. I do not feel like socializing. I feel like that's a really, as I get older, I find that yeah. that's actually a decent excuse. Hey, my social ability is totally drained right now. Oh, absolutely. I'm overwhelmed. Absolutely. I can't. Okay. There's more days to come. We can hang out on a different day, you know? Yeah. Don't make it. Don't keep making excuses that you can't, you know, keep. Like, we're all human. And I do it, too. I'm yeah. actually really bad at that. Yeah, I feel you, man. I'm bailing. That's a good question, though. No, but you know what? Going back to to that person saying your name, what I will say about our producer over here, DJ D-Lo, every time we freaking go out, he always gets like our waiters' names. Wow. And he fucking overdoes it, bro. He says their name all the time. You know what? He's like, we have good. shout out to our girl Heather at Mel's. <laughs> me, me, yeah, me and D-Lo, we go You're to Mel's. Real one, we go Heather. to Mel's every Sunday after church. We go to church in the morning, <laughs> then we go to Mel's. And we have our we have our, our waitress, uh, Heather. She's Heather cool. like yells at us from a yeah. co- What's up, guys? I mean, I fucking she's dope, dude. Dude, super cool. Like, how can you not love waitresses? And they have the shittiest job, and people treat them like shit. Like, exactly. I love that. I when I when I was in food service, no one even acknowledged me. No. So I shitty feeling. Learn that. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Oh. Hey. So every time we go out somewhere, dude, he always gets their name. And now I do it to annoy them. Hey. Oh, thanks. Uh, so and <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, Heather, you're you. the best. Thanks. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Heather. You're great. <laughs> Heather, thanks. Appreciate your help, Heather. Thanks, Heather. I'm like, dude, she gets it. You know her name. <laughs> Chill. But yeah, so I will say that's very nice of you and kind. And it's true, man. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. So that's a simple thing. So another question I have, pretty, pretty low-key, pretty chill, is who is probably, who is the most influential person in your life? And then Derek asked me, he's like, overall or like right now? 
I'll leave that up to you. You yeah. can answer both. You can answer one. Just who do you think right now, or who is your most influential person? I want to say my most influential person right now is probably probably my wife. Really? I think, I mean, she's been there for me for everything, I think. And for the podcast. I mean, for the podcast, she helps me out with everything. <laughs> shout, I mean, shout out Krista. Yeah, shout out Krista. She's amazing. I mean, and Jake's talking yeah. to her over there. And, I mean, I love her so much, and. I mean, she means the world to me. So, I mean, I think she's the most... I mean, of course, there's other people, but I think for for the moment right now, she's the most influential person to to me. Just, like, helping you get on your grind? Oh, my God, yeah, of course. She's been there since day one. I mean, supported me through everything, and, you know, I just... I love her to death. So, I mean... Yeah, to shout out Krista, she's been a fucking huge help for the podcast. So, our social media and whatnot. All the stuff you see on the social media and probably the clips you'll see from this... It's probably gonna. It's gonna be her. Everything right that you guys experience is done is is finalized through Krista. So. Yes, yes. So definitely her. Shout out, shout out. Do you love? Do you have like an overall one or? That would be. That would be Krista. Yeah. For sure, oh for yeah. Sure. No, for sure. Absolutely. One hundred percent. DJ D-Lo. Yeah, I like the two part question. I think in general, um, I'd say to be honest. Even though I don't have a good relationship with my father, I would say it is my father. I think, um, I and I know in detail the relationship. So when he told me that, because we talked about that earlier, I was just like, I was like, "Don't tell me now. Tell me, tell me <laughs> in the podcast." So I'm, I'm very interested to hear. The older I get, the more I realize that you're the the, the closest ones to you. You know, the ones that know, know you the best, the ones that you grew up with. Those are gonna be the most influential to you, the the ones from your adolescence. And as I go throughout life and I have these habits and I have these ways of living, whether I like them or not, I realize like I am my dad, you know, and I, oh. I become more and more like my dad. And if I like things that I like about my dad, then I'll keep them. But if I don't, then I'll learn how to break them, you know. But when you say influential, that's that's just the truth, whether I like it or not. He was very influential on me. Yeah. Um, but as for now, I'd probably have to say MC Stevie G. Um, <laughs> he's the day one. Uh, he's number one homie. Uh, we hang out almost every day. We're always together. Uh, he's been like a role model to me. He's been there for me through my toughest times. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we're working on a lot of projects together. Hella projects. Yeah. So... Uh, we make you know we make sure we're on each other's grinds and whatnot. We hold each other accountable. That's true, man. And that's and nowadays, man. Nowadays, men need each other oh, to yeah, hold each other accountable, yeah. bro. And yeah. you know what, bro? I had a situation, man. One of my buddies, unfortunately, you know what? It just you know he's he's not here no more. And it's just one of those situations yeah. where, dude, and we've talked before, and then and the thing is that the topic only really comes up. When you're when you're knocking down some beers together and you know you're getting fucked up, and that's when you open up, bro. Yeah. You know, and you have these moments with these people, and you know we all shared a moment. We were real with each other, and we, you know, we all struggle. People, you know, they're oh, yeah. behind closed doors, you know. And he was such a good guy, you know, like a part. He always there for you, you know. He's someone you could rely on. Someone who was you, you knew, you know, you knew him, Jay. Yeah. You know, just a good friend of ours. But things happen, you know, man. You know, sometimes. And it's and it's crazy because it's it's really is something that I think is it's definitely coming more in light now than it did before. Yeah. Is 
stuff like that and it definitely makes you think and appreciate things especially people because you, yeah. you never know you never know what could happen tomorrow or the next day or exactly. you could you know anything you 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 we're lucky to be alive we're lucky to wake up the next day and you know do something and try to make something of this yeah. time that we have here you and, know? and it and shouldn't so. be a freaking special occasion to show love to your freaking brothers like i can yeah. tell you guys i love you guys you know it's like growing up it we I love my family, bro. Yeah. And they're solid. They're good, solid people, bro. But we never really explained, like, we never really talked about emotions all the way. It was more like, I learned a lot from my mom about trust God, love God. God's amazing. Beautiful. And I'm glad I learned that, bro. It was very influential yeah. in my life. Yep. And for my dad, it's like, be tough, get things done. You have to, you know, you have to work hard. You have to succeed. And then, like, this and that. Awesome. But there's a lot of the in between of like, well, how do I process being sad? And how do I process being alone? How do I process that? It's just like, hey, just suck it up. Come on, be tough. Right. They showed their love more than they yeah. explained their yeah. love. Their love yeah. is, I remember one time, but my pops, and he and I remember one time I was just like, You don't tell us you you don't tell us you love us. Yeah. Like we had that moment where I was like, You don't tell us you like, why don't you say you love me? He goes, I show you I, I love you. No. Yeah. Everything I do is because I love you. Yeah. I work so hard for you guys. I and you know. Shout out to my dad. He works crazy hours, bro, to provide. And and yeah. never once in my life did I feel like we were family struggling, this and that, you know. I felt like I was given everything I needed to succeed and to grow and to to be the best person I could be. It was up to me to make the decisions. Yeah. But I'm very grateful that they provided the opportunity to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Your and your dad is a really hard worker, and it's hard for us to realize until we're older that things like putting food on the table and putting a roof yeah. over, over our head. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. And there's kids who just yeah. they don't really have that. Well, she's my most influential person. Who who is my dad? Yeah, you know, and and that's the thing. You know, it's like you learn. You know, I'm like I I know my pops loves us. He's a good man, and now now nowadays he's more expressive of it. I just think that when we were younger, he's like, I have to be hard on these kids because they need to learn. They need to grow. They need to be productive people of, of you so, know, the society, U.S., of, yeah. of where we're at. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. He was just yeah. doing his best, yeah. Yeah. You know, so that, you can do. He's the most influential person to me, yeah. you know. I'm like, there's things that he's done that I'm like, I've learned to, like, I'm gonna do what you did. Like you've, you, I, there's a lot of things I learned from you that I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach my kids that. Oh yeah. But then there's things I'm like, but I'm also gonna do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You you learn and you refine. Yeah. You know, and you come up with your own way, but you learn from a base. You know, you have to. We learn from somewhere. Yeah. You know. So. So another question that we had was, what's something you would tell your younger self? And I'm thinking like. 13, bro. Like, you're just about to start high school. What, what would you tell that guy? Put all your effort into everything. School, <laughs> yeah. sports, don't half-ass it. Just anything you were doing. Put 100%. You know, I always, I was a person that just kind of, I love playing sports. I love that. But I, I just showed up and you, played. You know what? Jake was good. You, you're one of those that was good without trying. And if you tried, you would have been fucking. Oh my god! I think about it all the time, and because he was good, he, I good. loved. I love playing football. I love playing sports in general, and I was just, a, just loved athletics. And I think 
you really, that's what I would just tell myself. If I could go back, I'd be like, dude, just 100%. Put everything into it, you know, and just like, give it your all, you know? Yeah. Because you can go, I think of the possibilities, you know, and and other things. And, I mean, could have been so different with certain stuff. You know, but I'm glad there's, I finally learned to pursue things. Yeah. You know? But it took time. I wish I would have known that then. Yeah. You know, kind of maybe change the story, but it's happened for a reason, right? You know? No, of course. You know, but definitely that's something I tell my younger self. Absolutely. Paul, you're all into it. That's a good one, man. Yep. I said the exact same thing. There you go. No shit. <clears throat> I said to work harder. Two words. Work harder. And like, I'm a hard worker, but I didn't direct my energy in the right spots. Yeah. And I wasted a lot of time just trying dumb things. Yeah. If I had just worked harder and smarter, yeah. then I would have been in a better place. Yeah, no, exact. And it, it's all stuff that we we reflect on later in life, and that's just kind of part of life, right? You, yeah. you learn, but it's like, I wish I would have known that then. Right, you and know. that's just being part of human. It's just yeah. making mistakes. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest thing to tell young people. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, gonna fail. Make mistakes. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna fucking fine. hate yourself. I know, buddy. You know, and it's funny you Get say ready. that, right? Because I, so I listen to like these motivational speech type things, yeah. and there's yeah. one with Denzel Washington. And he's talking at a graduate. I forgot what college he's talking oh, about. Oh, I think I've heard that one. About failing, but it's you take fail as not falling back, but falling forward. You learn from it, right? Yeah, that's, yeah that's you, a good you know, because you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, you, know, that, you have to 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 progress in life. That's how you you do it. You're gonna yeah. fail at some point, and you can't expect everything to just be perfect. Right? There's no way. If, if that was the case, all of us would be successful. I think a learning you know? a good t- song on on an instrument, you're not going to play it perfect the oh, first no. time. No, you're yeah. going to make a million mistakes. Oh my god! Until you, you perfect and you it. can't be afraid of risk. Exactly. You're like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want to fail. Yep. Dude, fail, fail, and fail again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and keep going. Yeah, keep pushing. Hell yeah, I like that. That's, That's good. good. That's a good For question. me, something what I would tell my younger self was. Just fucking be you. Yeah. I, th- I felt like I was I was too focused on trying to fit in with certain crowds. Yeah. Instead of just being like, I want to be friends with everybody and just be like, and not care. I was too worried about what people thought of me. Yeah. Of course. You know, and that, I, did, I wasn't like, I, I wasn't like an asshole, you know. I hung out with, you know, the athletes, you know, with, the, with some of the football guys and whatnot. And that wasn't a problem, you know. It's like, it was what it was what it was but i was just afraid to be like super dorky and super i felt like i was i felt like i was a little more reserved in high school yeah i was louder than you yeah. but not like what i am now yeah oh, i mean yeah especially yeah i was pretty, pretty reserved back in high school yeah just especially jay you wouldn't think you'd be doing a podcast right now no not at all and, and, and yeah. it's it's just it goes to show that you you really have to go out of your comfort zone to, to kind of do stuff yeah you know, once you get comfortable, you're not moving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's progression. Yeah. You know, definitely going out of I mean, the whole camera thing, yeah. uh, comfort zone, different. Yeah. But it's like, you have to do things, you, you do yeah. ex- experiences and you learn from them, you know? But I was, I was so focused in high school, like on trying to fit in. Yeah. You know, trying to make sure like. I think I that know. was the whole motive of everybody back yeah. then too. It's like, you just don't want to be made fun of. 
Exactly. You don't want to be the mid, like the center of attention in the wrong way. Was it the pit yeah. of the joke or was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, well, I will say is we're the butt some, of the joke. Yeah. Some kids were, you know, introvert and maybe cared what people think because they didn't fit in. Yeah. Steven actually had a variety of friend groups. Yeah. So youth cared what people think because you're always trying to like bounce from friend group to friend group. And I knew how that because I was kind of the same way. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're hanging out. Why do you hang out with these people? Well, why do you hang out with these people? Because well, I'm kind yeah. of friends Yeah, and then the friend groups just start questioning, yeah. well, well, why are you doing that? It's like when I was like, I was I was hanging out with, with you know, Jay and the crew. Yeah. And yeah, then I was right. also hanging out with my church friends now. Yeah. Right. You know, and then I'm with the of, skaters and the stoners yeah. and this and the bubble, all these different, and then the drama nerds and then the jocks. Yeah. And, all these. and nowadays, bro, like the way I live my life now, bro, is I am who I am. Yeah. And I, I, I try my best to be the best, bro. I'm no saint. And I fucked up a lot, man. You know, and I, yeah. you know, my past is not perfect. And I'm learning every day and trying to be my best every day. But, Just gotta you know. Just got to keep moving. Got to keep learning. It's di- very different yeah. than h- how I was when I was a kid. And I was scared and this and that. Yeah. Like now I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to. I, I told I told D Lo this. I don't stress out with my friend groups. Yeah. If if I, if I'm trying to reach out to a friend, or or if like try, if maintaining a friendship with a friend is stressful to me, because they're always on my mm-hmm. case or they're always yeah. like they're always just trying to start fights. There's no need for that friend. I'm too old. And to like on a certain path to be worried about maintaining a friendship. This is also really difficult advice to accept at a young age, especially yeah. if you're a click pre, a click pleaser, like we were talking about. If you're trying mm. to please all these different clicks and you want to, you're a people pleaser and you want to make sure everyone's happy, that people are going to take advantage of that. Yeah. And you're just going to have to say, well, this friend group or this friend specifically is not. And you know what? If there's a friend in a friend group, you might have to drop the whole group. And that's just yeah. part of growing up. That's some That's the, some of the hardest shit you're going to have to do. And, bro, I have cut off groups. I have. Even grow, as an adult, I've cut off groups. Yeah, yeah. Too, sometimes. Certain people. Because it's just like, you know what? I don't need that, bro. And if people, like, there's certain people who, like, judged me for things I've done, like, four or five years ago. Yeah, I'm not proud of some mm. stupid shit I've done. If there's people that you judge me saying? for things I did yesterday, that's on them. Yeah. That's on them. Exactly, bro. But five years ago, people. and they're still like, hey, giving me like a side eye. Side eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, TikTok. But I'm like, my dude. You know. I'm, what, t- I'm far I too. Know. I, I live and I learn. Here's the one thing I can say about myself, bro. I don't make the same mistake twice. Yeah. Mm. When I fuck up, dude, I learn. Second time, shame on me. J. Cole's There's usually no second time, bro. <laughs> there hasn't been a second time. I fucking learned my shit, you know? <clears throat> Sorry. Good. I had to throw, like, a, throw the mic down moment right there. <laughs> okay, another one. We're, we're going we're gonna to go to level two of this. It's called medium. All right. What, what's, something, what's something pretty big in your life that you felt like you learned on your own and not, not from, like, family? Because I felt like... A lot of who I am is from my family. But there's some things I've learned outside, like from friends or like from just from certain things. Like you've you heard a, a, a talk or something and it just freaking changed your life. You know what I'm saying? I Personally, I left home at 17, so I learned a lot. Uh, I mean, even like 
Dude, I'll just give this answer. Cooking. Like yeah. and when you like nowadays, when you can just go to the store and buy a microwave meal or you can go to Subway or Taco Bell and stuff, that's fine. But when you're just in that scenario where maybe you don't have that money and you just have like rice and potatoes and maybe some frozen chicken and you're like, how do I thaw this chicken? How do I, how do I, can I eat this right now? Like how do I? <laughs> Shit. Oh, Always wondering. Uh, you good? like have yeah. uncooked rice and, and frozen chicken and you're starving, right? And you're like, oh, I didn't prep this correctly. And so you have to research and learn all this and learn how to keep your body just like that's a huge thing I learned how to do on my own is how to fucking feed myself. So, yeah. God damn. That's my answer is how to stay alive. That's how I learned that's what I learned on my own is how to stay alive. <laughs> God damn. I think for me I, I moved out right uh, the year after we graduated high yeah, school you so like 18. i was like 19 oh, 19 got my first job in construction and i learned a lot i think and just moving out i i think i too i lived sense of independence it was and i think i took advantage of it in a sense you know i learned as in you're uh, a 19 year old out in the bay on your own yeah with money. making money good money working a lot and just it was what kind, kind of, of shit did jay get into too much you know but i did i think speakable I think it's like you learn how to try to manage things, you know, and it's it's like with that, you don't learn that at home. And in a sense, you can, but it's different. Yeah. You're in a controlled environment at home. It's not like uh, being out on your own and you're responsible for everything. It, it's a total different, like, holy shit, I have to make sure my tags are paid. I have to make sure my taxes are done every yeah. year, yeah. you know, and it's like you learn that Mommy stuff. Mommy and daddy ain't taking care of it no more. You know, especially if you move out of home. You know what I mean? You, you're expected know. to yeah. know that stuff, and it's not—it's not easy when you're first on your own. I messed up a lot. I learned a lot of things the hard yeah. way, uh, and it's just—it's like, but you learn, right? You learn. It's part of learning. It's part of growing up. It's part of getting out there and being a person, becoming someone of society. And it's like you have to go through those things. You know, some people learn faster than others. That's for sure. You know, there's yeah. some people that like struggle. You know, I'm. Some people learn later than others, but some people, most people come around, you know, they yeah. figure it out. Those people that are really determined will, you know, and it's just, you got to keep pushing, you know, yeah. shit gets hard, stuff gets tough. People wake up not every day wanting to go to the things they have to do, you know, but we all have to survive in some sense and make a living, you know, but it's like, I really grasp like reality as I think is what it was. Like, this is what I like, got to do to survive. And people, the world is not like a forgiving place. It's not an easy place to make it. It's a fucking wake-up call, bro. Oh, my bro. God. Especially when you're on your own. There is no one to go. No mommy and daddy there to hold your hand. You're fucking, it's you You're in sitting the there and you're like, what do I do? You know? And yeah. it's just, you got to keep moving forward. So. I think something I learned, going back to it, will be quick about this one. But something I learned was how to process my emotions. And that was that was through, I would say, college and through the people I've met through college. And then something, honestly, it was probably one class that really fucking just cracked, cracked the case. It opened the seal. And it was one of my communications class. And she was basically talking about, just explaining about I don't know why, bro. It sounds so simple. It sounds so stupid. When I tell you it's going to sound so stupid. 
But the way she opened up about how you have your opinions, right? And I know I'm stubborn as fuck. You got to know who you are. I'm stubborn as fuck. There's opinions and then other people can have the other opinions and that's okay. And that's it. But before, like, I felt like I was so stubborn, bro. I'm like, you need to see how the way I was communicating was, how can you not see it this way? How can you not see it my way? It makes so, so much sense. But she kind of taught me, instead of saying, how can you not see it this way? You should be saying, how, how can I try to help you understand this more? Yes, yes. Because I'm a big proponent of objectivism. And that if someone is going to try to tell me that two plus two is five and call it their opinion, you know, then at that point, I just say, let me help you understand this better. If they don't want to, then that's on them. Exactly. Exactly. That's when you have to learn to to explain to you. Yeah. And not, and then that's to come full circle when you not let them affect your emotions. And you just say, okay, you don't want to understand? Why would I let that get me angry? Exactly, man. Just choose to walk away. And then I just, and I also learned, you know, through my class, like, hey, it's not not unmanly to cry. And this and that. And I was always like, what? Because, dude, I always try not to cry. I always used to try not to cry. Yeah. Always. Like, I just didn't, I just didn't feel comfortable. I felt weird. I felt weak. Felt like I was exposed. That's what we're taught. You know, crying in public. And then I was like, you know, that's bullshit. It's okay to cry. It's okay to show emotion. It doesn't make us less than to cry at something that makes you sad. Yeah. You know, so I I try to let myself... Like, if I'm sad, bro, if I feel like crying, I want to... I try to let myself cry, but it's, like, so instinctual that I'm like, don't cry. I'm like, no, dude, just fucking... Yeah. So So that's something. Well, one thing I will say, I mean, I'm a very emotional person, but also. Yeah, you are. So one no. thing, one thing, I'll, one thing I'll, uh, I'll tell emotional guys is be careful who you're emotional around. Is yeah. there are guys you can be emotional around that you can trust. Exactly. And, and then there are guys who just don't, they don't give a fuck. And then you know what? They'll make it worse on you. And you'll be like, why did I ever open up to them? Exactly. That was the wrong thing to do. So you got to learn when the right time to be emotional is, you know? And I think that's a freaking excellent point because as, like I said, it's a good thing to be emotional and be, you know, feel comfortable to, you know, be whatever. Be careful who you do it with. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point, man. Because you also don't want to leave yourself. You, It's okay to be vulnerable with people. It's fine. Like when you're comfortable with someone to be vulnerable and to tell them your shit. But make sure that person is a fucking got your back. Don't worry. Yeah. It can't be some random. Like for me, trust has developed through years, man. I know, obviously, Jay, my whole life. Dude, I've known you for fucking like 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. You want someone that's not going to judge you that you can just talk to without judgment. But but I will also say this, and we'll, and we'll get into this, uh, that it's important to not over overload your friends and not to yeah, tell true. them every single little secret that's yeah. going on. No. And we'll get into why, but it's a good question though. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Another another question we have, I thought this was interesting, is 
do you think it's it's important for a, a young like you know boy young male to have a male role model mm. do you think it affects them differently not having a male role model Mm-hmm. One, I think so. 100%. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think you need some type of person, especially as a male, to show you, you know, I think not in the sense of what it, it's like you have to be this way. Yeah. But what it takes to be a good person, a good man to people, you know, I think that is something you need to be shown and you need a male role model. But yeah. I think, I don't know, it, it's hard, you know, it's like sometimes you don't have that, you know, not everybody has that. Yeah. Uh, Abil- not, I don't know how you say it. it doesn't have the resources to resources, have that, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's like, it's hard. So there's, there's things out there that do, do help with that. But I do feel like people need that, especially males need some type yeah. of positive male role model in their life to show them what, what they need to do, how to get through it. Cause being any person in this world is being hard, but so is being a man just as much as being a woman. It's hard to be a man. Yeah. You know, they expect a certain thing. You need, I a hundred percent agree with you. Like you need someone to guide you and to kind of just, it is. It's different. Being a man, yeah. like being a man, being a woman. You, unfortunately, right off the bat, there's certain expectations of you. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. You don't have to ask for them. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, and it's it's tough being a male and 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 having those expectations. You know, sometimes. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think it's huge to have a, a role model for that. Yeah, there's in in uh, the allegory of the cave. You know, Plato describes prisoners as chained to each other and chained to a rock or the wall of the cave, however you want to picture it, and their heads are fixated on the wall, and you know the sun or the fire, some source of light is behind them, portraying shadows on the wall. And they see people and they see animals and they see trees, but they only see the shadows of these things. Um, and the the allegory goes on to describe the prisons, you know, some of the prisoners escaping and seeing the real world for as it is. But I really truly believe that if you don't have a male role model and you don't have someone to say red light, yellow light, green light. Yeah then you are but a prisoner staring at the wall and seeing shadows and just trying to guess, is that a tree? Is that a rabbit? You know, and it's not until you're actually free that you can confirm and say that is a rabbit. You don't want to have to experience these things on your own. You want people there yeah. that you can learn from, not just their mistakes, from the, but their successes. Yeah. I do think it's very important to have a male role model. It's not... I mean, there's great success stories of people without them, but of course they struggle. Oh, yeah. You could totally do it without it, but they struggle. I think it's important, and more often than not, you'll find watch their interviews. They seek out male role models. It's not like oh, they're yeah. like, "Oh, I'll just do it on my own." Yeah, you know, like some that's YMCA rare. boys and girls club kind of deal. Right? Yeah, it's it's rare. Unfortunately, so another question we have is: What is something that you want to be remembered for? One day in the future, what is it? You know, trying my best, giving, you know, being a good person. Well, you know, I think that's what I want to be remembered for. But, you know, it's, it's hard to do that. You know, you got to try. I don't know. That's definitely something I want to be remembered for, is trying to be a good person. You know, oh. putting, you know, trying to be there for people and stuff. And 
I've always tried to be that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I think I wanted to be remembered for. Oh, yeah. yeah. D-Lo? Music. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hopefully when I die, people are like, well, wasn't that good of a person, but he he made some bomb-ass beats. I think I'll steal. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. He's a trash producer, but (laughs) the songs are actually not too bad. What the heck? There you go. Yeah, no, music and and creativity and, you know, the podcast and stuff like that. As for now. If it blows up, TikTok, what's up? I think for me, kind of, it's very similar to to what Jay said. You know, I would like to be, I'd like to be remembered as someone who was like a good friend. Yeah. You know, someone's like, yeah, dude, if I, you know, to, I always tell my, like, I always tell my people, I'm like, uh, if you're good to me, I'm great to you. You know? Because all I need is friends to be loyal to you, and I'll fucking do anything for you. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. My circle's fucking tight, bro. It's small. Yeah. You know, I have a you know, I have very few people I would consider a real friend. You know, and and I know like it's a sense of loyalty there. You know, so it's huge yeah. trust is yeah. huge. Once it's done, so it's I want to be remembered as someone who was like, dude, that motherfucker had my back. Yeah, I I was going through some shit and I called him. Yeah. Well, you guys are good so far. I'll give you another. 60 years and we'll reevaluate. Uh, there we go. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. D- Derek's high. He's he's barely on the list. If, yeah. if this was MySpace, he would be, uh, if I had my top five, he'd be number six. Boom! <laughs> Damn, I'm dead. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Woo! Zinger. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Tom's my friend. My bad, guys. Okay, uh, another question that I thought was interesting. What are your thoughts on therapy? Like, what do you think? Do you think everybody should 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 try it out? Do you think eh, it's not a big deal, or do you think fuck that's bullshit? Like, what? I, I think it's something that people should try out. Think so? I think it's something. Everyone should give it a shot. I think sometimes you need that. I think you need to talk to somebody that's not even like igno- just doesn't know anything. anything. You know, I've I've seen stuff, and it, I think it does help. I think you're getting into a space that you feel comfortable because they have no judgment on you. They have no clue who you are, but they're there to try to help you. So I think it's something that I've heard and I've seen stuff, and, you know, I think it is something definitely positive no. and never to be afraid of, no. you know, because you do have to talk to somebody. You know, sometimes you need to talk to somebody that is just out of not even in the picture. Yeah, if you're yeah, afraid yeah. to go to like a friend or something, you know. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, it's just what it is. You yeah. know, yeah, that's, I, I think it's. There would should be would you ever consider it. doing it yourself? Probably, yeah. If I really needed to, yeah, I probably would. Yeah. You, you know? Need to. Do you feel like you don't need to now? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. How about you, DJ Dilo? Well, that kind of leads into, into my answers. You know, you say, well, you're not sure. It's like, well, how do you get. You know, you have to go get evaluated to see, well, do I even do I even need therapy? You know, and it's like, so no, I, I don't think everybody needs therapy. I think when it comes, what is therapy? What is brushing your teeth, right? Yeah. You're keeping your mouth clean. Yeah. So therapy yeah. is keeping your mind clean, right? Some people are raised to 
brush their teeth every morning and every night. Some people are raised to keep a very healthy mind. Some people are not. Yeah. And they get older. They're like, fuck, I need help, right? So yeah. they go get help. They don't have support. So they go get help. Yeah. Some people have support. And when things, traumatic things happen in their life, they have support. They, they don't need to, to go some on. stranger in a dark room, yeah. right? That's yeah. going to tell them everything's going to be okay. But obviously that's not all that therapy is. I think yeah, therapy yeah, is a really great thing. There are people who have existential crises who really, you know, can't even remember their own name. You yeah. know, that's of course it's great to have those people that can ground them and remind them of who they are and, gu and help guide them through lives and who have studied the mind and go, yeah. I know the reason that you're thinking this way. I mean, oh, it's because of this. Oh. It's so helpful. Yeah. Makes the brain just click. Absolutely. I would say, I would say that along the li same lines, of, obviously, of you guys, but I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea at all, but I, maybe it's not a necessity to everybody. Like, for one thing, yeah. I would like to try therapy. Give it a shot. You know, I'm very interested in, in seeing what I can gain from it because I'm sure the only thing I can do is gain something from it. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not against it. I believe in it. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of people, dude, who've been through way more shit than me. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I've had my fair share of like, wow, I had really shitty days. And I've been through, I've been through a lot of bullshit in my life, but I just feel like some of my bullshit isn't anywhere near other people's bullshit. Well, and yeah. it's not a competition. I know. Right? But relatively, you're on something, and the, and the point is they're going to sit you down and, and ask you, what's going on? Yeah. And if nothing's going on, then nothing's going on. Exactly. It's all good. Then your life is good. And here's the point. Should you be in therapy your whole life, or should there be a point where you're like, I'm fixed. Yeah. My mind is clean. Are I don't need to go to therapy yeah. anymore. Right? Maybe people just, maybe people eventually it just becomes a, for, a force of habit. Yeah. People just like going to therapy. They like making it part of their day. It's just a daily routine. Or they find that they you just know? can't, or they just need it. But like I said, dude, I, I'm very, I feel very blessed with what I grew up with. Yeah. You know, yeah, my parents didn't really process my emotions. But they were good everywhere else, you know, and taught me right from wrong and all that shit. And I grew up in a healthy home and a loving home. They didn't beat Full us or support. starve us. You know, I got my, I got my fair share of whoopings, you know. But, like, we grew up in a healthy home. I, well, you know, speaking for me, I can't speak for Jay, you know, and you. But, you know, I, I feel like I grew up in a healthy home. So to go to therapy and, and tell them what. I got mad at my sister today because she was being a dick. You know, it's like, yeah. what I, I just feel like it's Well, they can also it. help you process, like, social situations. But you know what? Too. Well, like, well, why are you mad at you? Why'd you get angry? You know what? Sister? You know what? And let me tell you something. There was a time. So one of my, one of my good buddies, he's a, he's a therapist. And one time in, in a situation in my life, I reached out to him. And I was kind of like, I was kind of fired up at the situation. And I wanted to get his opinion. You know, a fair opinion. I told him, hey, I just want, I want another voice or I want another mind. So hear me out. Tell him the situation. And I kind of want him to go, oh, validate my feelings and be like, yeah, fuck that. I was kind of heated. He goes, he goes, well, 
And he starts making me question it. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that maybe, well, how do you feel about this? Is this a valid feeling? I'm like, I guess when you put it that way, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess when you say it that way, no. it makes you feel a little different. And I'm kind of fired up still. Because I'm like, I want to fucking do it my way. But I know there's some flaws to it now. So then eventually it's right. like, old me, bro? We'll be like, fuck that, let's go. Yeah. New me, try to be new me, was like, I'm going to hear you out, man. And I'm very stubborn and very prideful. But I know you're right. And although I'm heated, I know the best like best case scenario or the best thing to do would be to not do what I was going to do. Right. Their their job is to diffuse and lead yeah. you on the path of least resistance. So I will say that was my first I felt like therapy moment. And my ex dude, she was on that fucking therapy train. Like yeah. I meant like she was always telling me, like, hey, it's good, it's good. And I believe a hundred percent. Women love a man that goes to therapy. I don't know why, but... Damn. Well, well, you know what? I was also watching The Sopranos, and he goes to therapy, and I thought that also made it I kind know, of extra the opening cool scene. for me. Yeah. That made it kind of extra cool for me, so I was like, well, I guess I can... Maybe I should go to therapy. It's good. Very interesting, guys. Good Very, question. Yep. I feel like Moving we're... on to the hard section. Yeah. Sorry, I had to burp. I feel... Um... Damn. Okay. Hitting, hitting hard real quick. When was a time where you felt hopeless and how did you overcome it? When my car got towed. I got my car really? towed because I forgot to pay my tags. Wait, what oh, was this? When was oh, this was a long time ago. Okay. Krista was, was there. She remembers. Whoa. She remembers when I got my car, my car towed. And uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. So uh, Which one yeah, was it? That was a Jeep. The blue one? Yeah. No. Yeah, so yeah, that one got towed. But yeah, but my, my parents helped me overcome that with helping me yeah, get it out yeah. and figuring it out and stuff. And Fuck, so, dude, what a shitty moment, bro. It sucked. But yeah, there that was the moment I felt hopeless uh, and how, how yeah. I overcame it. <laughs> there you go. That's my boy. D-Lo. Um, <laughs> maybe the military. Oh, I had a couple shit. times in the military. Basic training, being in the field. Um, and just being totally overexhausted and just being like, I don't, I don't think I could move like another fiber of my being, but just that you have to, you have to, or you die. Oh yeah. Those are some crazy times. God damn. They leave. eh? And when you're in the middle of nowhere and. You got gear and shit. I mean, no one's going to carry your gear for you. They're not going to yeah, carry no, you. For sure. Yeah, true. They're just going to leave you there. You got to fucking yeah. figure it out. Everyone else is doing the same thing. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, bro. That was just a And you're like, stuff. no one, the reason you feel hopeless because as you go, no one cares. Yeah. I'm in yeah. so much pain and no one could possibly yeah. <laughs> no one cares they're going through their own shit bro <laughs> because they're going they, they feel the exact like, sorry dude way. i'm i'm dying too yeah yeah i feel about yeah that's time i felt like for me a time where i felt hopeless was when i i don't know if i've told this story before on the podcast but when i technically got kicked out of college <laughs> did i tell you about that yeah you told me about that yeah yeah when i technically got kicked out of college did i tell you about that yeah cool well 
real quick. When I got kicked out of college because I was being a fucking idiot <laughs> and not going to class and doing what I was supposed to do and partying and, and bullshitting. Because of that, I got a bad GPA and I technically got kicked out of school. Yeah. So it said on my, like, fucking, I checked online and said, academically disqualified. <laughs> and my heart just fucking sunk, dude. Oh, no. I can imagine. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck am I going to tell my parents? They're paying for my school. <laughs> we made a deal that they would pay for my first four years. And let me stay in the dorms if I went to Sac State rather than oh. East Bay. And I said, for sure, even though I never got to live in the dorm. Nope. But regardless, I fucked up. So how do I, I was like, I got to tell my parents. I remember I told my parents, I was like, hey, fucking crying like a little wiener in front of them. I was like, mom and dad, I got kicked out of school. And my dad's like, well, what the fuck are you going to do now? Yeah. Good job. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? And I'm like, fucked up. And so my dad's like, well, you're going to start fucking working with me. Nope. And you better start looking for classes at FLC. Because you got to keep going to school. Yeah. And I was like, I remember I sat, I was at, I drove to, what's it called, bro? On top of the world? Yeah. yeah. Or heaven. Heaven. So Heaven's the out. one on the rock. Yeah. Heaven's the one on the rock, right? Yeah. It's called heaven. It's a dope ass view. I went to heaven, bro, and I was just like, I just fucking sat in silence there, bro. And was like, what the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck, dude? And then so basically I was going to start working with my dad. I did start working with my father. But then I remembered my, my theater teacher. She told me, she said, hey, if you audition for a play, I'll give you extra credit. And so I was like, fuck, dude. I was like, audition for the play. Hell yeah, audition for the so play. I became a theater kid. Yeah. So I auditioned for the play. Funny thing, dude, I got the part. I got the part of the Tin Man. Oh, but I, <laughs> I told, you telling me that. I told the casting director, I said, hey, but um, I really don't want to, I don't want to do it. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I just did it for extra credit. So I told my teacher, I'm like, hey, did you input the extra credit? And she goes, actually, I didn't. So she puts the what whatever ten points of extra credit, and I fucking kid you not, bro, it perfectly, perfectly got my GPA high enough to be on academic probation. Oh, <sighs> ten man saved the day. So I have one more chance. Knows to do the play. I have one more chance. To do the play. You can thank theater. Dude, I do thank theater. And from that point forward, bro, I felt so fucking hopeless. And I'm like, wow, I fucked up. To, I got a second chance. And I got my shit straight, bro. I did. Yep. After that yeah, embarrassing and low moment, I, I got my shit straight. And I, hey, I graduated. So, took me six years total. Oh, we can't wait anymore. But you did it. It's good. It's there a good go. question. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this one was kind of random. Have you guys ever had a near-death experience? I mean, I've been in a car accident. I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know if it's near death. Did but, you? 
No, I don't know if I could say near death experience. I don't think so. I mean, never. Accident. That's weird because you used to race. I used to do stuff, but I don't think I ever did anything where I could probably have died. I mean, I, really? I think I, I rolled a car, but I had a roll cage on it, so okay. it's felt comfortable, safe. But I mean, still scary at the same Jesus. time. But I mean, other than that, I don't really think I've never like fallen asleep or anything or nothing like that. So not like falling asleep, but like almost died. No, like. Where you're like dead and they resuscitate you or some shit. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank God. You can almost die in a car accident. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been on the operating table or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but some guy T boned me running a stop sign. I um, remember that. Yeah, he that was, wasn't too long ago. Well, he was going about thirty you know, to forty oh, damn. miles an hour, and I was going about five miles an hour going through the stop sign and he he spun me around 180, and I mean, I saw my life flash before my eyes. I thought I was going to fucking die, and he just absolutely crushed the back end of my truck, and it was a nightmare, and blah, 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 and um, he blamed me, and his car was totaled, Damn. and um, he was unlicensed and uninsured. <laughs> wasn't even supposed to be driving, so... You know, I mean, and I looked, it was a blind corner. So I stopped the whole way, but you can, you can be doing the right thing, but just do the right thing twice. I should have just looked. Yeah. And, and and that's the stop sign that I go, I have to go through every single day, leaving home and going back home. So now I'm just a little extra careful (laughs) every time. And now I realize that everybody who uses that stop sign is really fucking careful. Because yeah. they know. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm a hella careful now, too. Yeah, they know. So that's a good question. Though. Oh, wait. What about you? Yeah. For me, bro, I kind of, ha- kind of, sort of, bro. You can, I'll leave it up to you for interpretation. But I had two moments. One time when I was driving to the Bay Area from Folsom. And I took Niles Road, Niles Canyon. And when, it was late at night, bro. And I fell asleep. Oh, shit. On Niles Canyon. It was... At the part of the road where it's like curvy. Yeah. And you know, it has the plastic things. Little, thing, little S. Yeah, the little S of plastic. What's it called? Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. Guardrail? Guardrail. It's like a plastic thing, you know, just a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, the little like poles? Yeah, little poles. Little plastic ones, though, you know that? Yeah, that I don't know what they're called it. exactly, but. So I fell asleep and I woke up and I was hitting them, <laughs> going straight into the S part where I would just go straight into the ran yeah. into it. No cars. I woke up. Turned the wheel hella quick, got back on the road, and drove the rest of the way. Oh, shit. That was fucking... T- Dude, I was terrifying, bro. Because when I woke up, I was in the middle, hitting the bumpers. And I was like... <gasps> if there was a car there, bro... Oh, shit. If there was a car there, I would I would have been dead. Yeah. Or a, or a divider. Oh, or yeah, dude. Or divider. It would have been a- fucking bad. Yeah. And then one time... It's kind of weird to say, but not weird, but I was on a date once and this girl, she had parked her car on the side of a street and I, I was like, hey, I, why don't I just drive us to the movies and you can leave your car here and I'll just drive us back to drop. That way both of us don't have to drive, you know, she's like, yeah, cool. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, I'm like okay, we'll just leave your car. So, and then she's like, wait, and then we'll. She's like, wait, I have a flat tire. She, we noticed her car has a flat tire. 
So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay. I'm like, let me call, let me call AAA. So they can come fix it. And it was like probably like an hour and a half, two hour wait for a AAA. I was like, fuck. The movie's going to start in like an hour. And then she's like, well, is it 24 hours? I'm like, yeah, it's 24 hours. She's like, okay, well, why don't we just do it afterwards, after the movie? Right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So after the movie. Oh, I've heard about this story. Yeah, yeah. After the movie, we're coming back down the main road, and we can see hella far. I'm like, where's your car? There's a lot of street ahead of ahead of us. And and then I see cop cars, cop lights. And I told her, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if the cop car was was at your car? Wouldn't it just uh-huh. be fucking hilarious? LOL. Ha ha. We drive close. I'm like, where's your car at? And we see the cop car. She goes, uh, where are the cop cars at? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> okay. And we drive past the cop car. And I look at her car, which isn't there anymore. All we see is a bunch of glass. A bunch of glass all over and her car's gone. And I tell her, your car's gone. And she's like, I know. I'm like, oops, sorry. My bad. And the cop's still there, so I get out of the car, and I, and I got, talk to the officer. I'm like, hey, officer, do you think her you can explain gone. where my friend's car is? He goes, yes. Actually, as a matter of fact, it just got towed. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, it's a spot. Yeah. He goes, what had happened is, because she had parked kind of a certain, a little bit of ways away from an intersection. Oh, wow. And so what had happened is those two cars intersected, bop, fucking car went off, hit her car, smacked it, completely destroyed the back of her car, trunk Uh gone, fucked up her car. And I was thinking, and I was like, when did this happen? I think he said like, oh, like an hour or two ago. I was like, if if we had waited for AAA, or if I was if I was like, oh, I have the tools to fix your tire, and I was fixing her tire, who knows if if that car I don't if that car accident happened, that car could have fucking hit me and you I could, I would have been oh, yeah. I would have been killed immediately. Yeah, oh, yeah, they would have killed you because it was the front right tire. You guys car, were downtown. Yeah, dude. And the car would have fucking rolled forward, run over me, dead. Oh yeah. What is wrong with people? That's wild, though. Yeah, that that's how how it goes for near near death experiences. And guys, just to close it out, it's fucking been a long one. Holy shit! Hell yeah! To close it out, just a quick one. How satisfied are you with your current life? I'm pretty satisfied. Yeah, I love my life. I mean, I'm happy. So, boom. Yeah, that's good. Short and simple. I love it. I love it, dude. That's so good to hear. To keep it short and simple, I'd say moderate. I think, you know, obviously I'm happy with who I am and what I've built for myself, but I think there's always room for improvement, and I am working towards, you know, we have a lot of creative projects, and I have a lot of goals, so still a lot to come. Yeah. I would say... I think there's a lot I have to look forward to. There you go. That I'm working on. I'm I'm satisfied, bro, but I know I can do more. Yeah. Like I'm I feel right honestly right now complacent. And so I need to keep fucking thriving and doing more and shit. So 
the the first step is recognizing that you're complacent. You know, yeah. as soon as you recognize you're complacent, you're not you're not anymore. So life's yeah. good, man, but it can be better if I choose to make it better. I know it's just me holding it back. Always. So once I figure that out, I'll be good. But random fucking episode, man. Yeah, guys, great episode. Thank you. Yeah, that was some real yeah. shit, man. There we go. Good stuff. I mean, just to any any other guy out there or any other person, we're here, man. We're you know we're new, we're fun podcast, but follow yeah. our social medias, interact with us. Where you need anything, we're fucking here. And if yeah. you want to have a conversation about men's mental health, feel free to reach out to us on the podcast. Of course, in the box oh, yeah. slash podcast Always social media conversations. Oh yeah, definitely. Always appreciate it, guys. Well, yeah. thank you, and see you on the next. Thanks. One. First video. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out. Oh, hold up. Hey, are you ready for the next episode? Damn, did my camera stop? Smoke weed every day.